Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Is the brainwashing which is occurring in America right now equivalent to Hitler's Germany? Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Now my guest, Dr. Jennifer Clark, is a scholar, PhD, and has authored a dozen books. Uh, Dr. Clark, the title of your book, and you say Satan is a socialist. Why do you say Satan is a socialist? Those are kind of inflammatory words. Well, Jesus explained to us exactly what the enemy does and who he is. And Jesus said that he's a thief and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he also, speaking to the Pharisees, said Satan was a murderer from the beginning. So socialism, communism goes from looking like it's going to be a wonderful utopia, but for the poor people who get caught up in the grind of it, they end up being murdered. Give me some graphic examples. Okay, back in between 1900 and 1999, communist mega murderers killed 161 million innocent men, women, and children around the world. Their bodies would circle the earth more than four times. The entire globe, there were so many they killed. Well, what causes, the, I know it's the devil, but what's, what's the catalyst that would cause this supposed utopian society to end up in murder? Well, for one thing, they plan it beforehand. Really? Because you have to come in with something violent that'll shake people to the core to be able to implement socialism, communism. Why do you think so many people tried to get out of Cuba after the communist revolution? Why do you think they have guards all around North Korea so that nobody can leave? It's because our human spirit is attracted to freedom, and so many come to America, they're looking for freedom, they're looking for a chance. But the horrific things that were done in the name of communism, it, it's, it, is, it could only be called devilish, to let you know what a murderous spirit is behind this. Now, after Mao Zedong died, Deng Xiaoping came into power, and they were, being crushed because have you can you imagine a bureaucracy an inefficient bureaucracy coming in to run an economy just imagine what it would be like here in America if our grocery stores were run like the department of motor vehicles the DMV we'd have to wait in long lines to get in we'd finally get in and they wouldn't have the product that we want there'd be shortages there might even be rationing but ding wanted to have a country that looked like it was prospering because he wanted a place in the world mm -hmm. for China. And so they started adopting some capitalistic um, practices. And sure enough, you see that China is now an economic power. But the murderous spirit 
has not left them. Now you see why the title of the book, Satan is a Socialist. But then I have a question for you. Since nice people come on TV that are politicians, they, at least they appear nice, mm -hmm. uh, Bernie Sanders uh, and, and others, and they advocate something called democratic <laughs> socialism. Is it nice? Is it going to end up like that? Well, you have to look at the spirit behind it and the ultimate fruit that it will produce. That's what Hitler had. A democratic socialistic country. Is that, that where was Bernie democratic. Got it from it? Yeah, that the democratic socialism. That means that the citizens have some rights, like um, they, they can vote, mm -hmm. and there's some private ownership of property. But what Bernie is talking about does not exist. Well, what, what about uh, this fella, Bill Ayers? Where does he fit in? Okay, now we have to think back to the late 60s and early 70s when there were all the demonstrations and, and riots and bombings of police precincts and all that. Um, burning the flag became common back then. Our soldiers were being spit on when they came back from um, Vietnam. Bill Ayers was involved in the Weather Underground, one of the most successful radical Marxist um, organizations of that era. Now, old socialists and communists don't just go away. So what did he do? He went to graduate school, and he is now a professor at Columbia University, where he is now teaching our college students to be good little Marxists. And he is also one of the advisors for Antifa, teaching them how to um, how to fight, how to riot, how uh, to... He said something about how many people had to die in order right. to get their agenda. What right. was that quote? Right. He said he was talking to somebody, an FBI informant who had infiltrated, the only one who ever infiltrated the weather underground. And Bill Ayers was there, and he said that he estimated to bring America under control in the Marxist revolution that was coming, that it would take the killing of 25 million Americans. Uh, Jennifer, I hear a lot of terms floating around, and I'm, I'm having even myself difficulty distinguishing Marxism, uh, communism, socialism. Uh, are they connected? What's the difference between these terms? The truth is they're connected and they're different terms for essentially the same thing. Now, uh, Marx, Karl Marx himself, said that socialism is a step on the way to communism. So communism and Marxism are exactly the same things. Now, why is it that it seems as though the leaders in socialism worldwide are the young people. The young people have, are, are, you know, they're idealistic. They, they see a utopia coming for the world. But what is going on with them? I've, all of a sudden, it's, if you've been to our education system, you're a socialist. Well, for one thing, it is deliberate brainwashing that's taking place in our schools. If you go look at the textbooks that the teachers are being trained with in teachers' colleges, they actually encourage what they call a social reconstructivist 
curriculum. So it's all planned out on how to go about the brainwashing. And what they do with our children is they teach them the utopian, philosophical, beautiful dream that they see behind socialism, communism. And I do socialism, communism as one entity. They don't teach the concrete realities. They don't teach that it's never worked. They don't teach about the horrors that take place in communist countries. It would give you chills if you know some of the things that have taken place in the 20th and 21st centuries. So you're, you're saying that they have a lot of facts, right? but they're facts from a prejudicial viewpoint without the facts of what has historically occurred. But yet, uh, some young people will say to me, Jennifer, it's working in Sweden and Norway and they, this part of the world. Okay, well, let, we need to explain the, what is going on in the Nordic nations, the Scandinavian nations. Mm -hmm. It's a very unique flavor that uh, the basis for the economy in these nations are mostly capitalistic, but they have very high taxes and a lot of entitlements. The bad thing about it is that it crushes the initiative out of people because there's no real way to get ahead, to better yourself. We talk about the principle of upward mobility, which means that if you come here as a poor immigrant, you can work hard, you can get educated, and you can actually come up and be part of the middle class. There are two ways that uh, socialism has been introduced. Now, in the case of North Korea, they were fighting a war. The Soviets had North Korea, and then there was South Korea, and the, the Americans were controlling that part of the war. And so suddenly, North Korea was plunged right into communism. They had Kim Il-sung was the leader. That they taught the people to worship. Because, see, socialism, communism is not just an economic philosophy. It is a religion. This is why they had the statues of Marx and Lenin. They were worshipped. Um, Kim Il-sung was worshipped. So they make themselves God. Now, tell me that that comes out of... Um, a godly philosophy, to make a person, a leader, a dictator your God. Tell me some of the promises these young people are looking forward to and they're going to be devastated someday. Here is a system that they're being told is going to give them free health care. They're going to get their student debt wiped out. They're going to get all this stuff, but they're not told the horrors of it and the problems with it. And so they're also the term social justice. They think there's going to be— That sounds good. It sounds good. But um, a couple of researchers are going around talking and saying, well, what do you say to them? What interests them? Why all these social issues at a, at a um, conference on socialism? You know, you're not talking much about economics. You're talking about climate change, free abortion rights, and all this stuff. And they said that that is the gateway drug. These social um, 
issues. This is the gateway drug that they can pull them in while they indoctrinate them even more and make them full socialist communists. Well, you know, many years ago I wrote a testimony book. It was called Something for Nothing. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's a price to pay. Uh, Dr. Clark, you've talked about these wonderful utopian promises of socialism. What does it actually deliver? It actually delivers complete exploitation of the population, like in China, government control of industry in Russia and China, lack of incentive for the people to work, like in Spain and Greece, rationing of health care, just like in Canada. If Satan is a socialist, then was God the original author of the American dream? Jennifer, what is the American dream, and where did it come from? The American dream came from God, the architect of our freedom, and what is contained in the Bible. Our founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson, actually stated it beautifully in the Declaration of Independence, that God has given us the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness means that our personal dreams can be fulfilled within God's larger scheme of things, and they almost put property in there. So we have a right to what we produce from our labor. Now, does it include more than America in God's heart? It really does include more than America because it's really a human dream. Life, prosperity, peace, freedom. He didn't create us to be slaves. He didn't create us to live cookie-cutter lives, but He put a spark of divine creativity in our spirits. Uh, Dr. Clark, but let's go back to the early church. Uh, I'm reminded in the book of Acts, it says that people that owned big homes sold it and pulled it with the ones that didn't have anything, and so everything worked out fine. It sounds like socialism and communism to me. Well, let me explain to you what was really going on there. You see, on the day of Pentecost, they were—Jerusalem was filled with visitors, with foreigners, mm -hmm. with people from other nations who had come for the feast. And remember, the Feast of Pentecost, these people had not left yet. And then Peter preached, and 3,000 people were added to the church. How many of those were foreigners? They had come for a brief visit. They didn't have jobs. They didn't have homes. They didn't have much money. They had just enough to get them by for a short while. And so they were in a unique situation that incidentally has never occurred since then. And we know that the church just kept multiplying and multiplying. And what happened was that the Jewish believers in the Messiah would invite people to come stay in their homes and to get an entirely new start in life. So the church was only in Jerusalem for, say, about eight 
years. And this was taking place. So that wasn't a forever thing. It was no. a short period And of time. they didn't give their money and possessions to the government. They laid it at the feet of the apostles. But as soon as the Gentiles started coming into the church and Paul and Barnabas became missionaries, then we're told, Paul said, if you don't work, you don't eat. It's a different situation now. Okay, in your book, you have some brilliant tests uh, from your book, like the comparison of capitalism and communism. Right. It came from a supernatural download from God. But my burden was for the young children who are being deceived, the youth, the youth of America in particular, that are being deceived into going Satan's way instead of going God's way. And so those tests, God said, test it. It was, a, it was in my prayer time, it was a download. He said, I want you to test it by the history. I want you to test it by the source. Where did it come from? I want you to test it by the Word of God and the words of Jesus Himself. I want you to test it by the fruit it produces. And I want you to test it by life and death. And so the, the tests are comparisons between what does capitalism do? Where did capitalism come from? What does socialism, communists do? And where did it come from? And it has changed so many young people. I have never, I do not know of a single young person who read this book without being brought over to God's side. Tell me about that waiter. Yes, a brilliant college student who wanted to argue with me about socialism. Uh, I had an early copy of the book that Dennis and I just found a place local to bind it. And I had one with me. I said, I'll tell you what, I don't want to argue, but read this book and we'll come back to the restaurant and talk after you've read it. So before he had been kind of cocky and smug and, and kind of full of himself, the next time we saw him, he said, I cannot argue against this. And he was changed. He was humbled. He was um, a completely different person. And that was my test case from God. We've heard a, a lot but you haven't heard anything yet till you read the history this woman has downloaded, exactly what communism and socialism and all these isms are. But what's more important even than that is you have to start hearing from God. And the first way is to have your spirit touched with the love of God so that you don't know about him, but you have your own experiential knowledge with God for yourself. Repeat this prayer out loud and mean it to the best of your ability, and God will meet you. Out loud, repeat after me. Dear God, Dear God, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Against you. Against you. And you alone have I sinned. And you alone have I sinned. And I'm so sorry. And I'm so sorry. I believe. I believe. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Is my final day of atonement. Is my final day of atonement. And I am clean. And I am clean. And now that I am clean. And now that I'm clean. 
Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Take over my life. Take over my life. I make you Lord of my life. I make you Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. Jennifer, you said that there are people watching us that will be able to write that did not have the ability. I mean, they, they could write, but they didn't have ability as an author. Uh, there are people that are going to become speakers and communicate. They have difficulty putting two senses together. You had something supernatural happen with you. You never thought in a million years you'd be a public speaker or, or writing a dozen more or more books. I believe you can pray for people that want to be used as communicators, even if they never have before. Pray yes, right now. Yes. Lord, you want to reach a world. You want to read this, reach this younger generation. I pray for these watching. Lord, an impartation. I release an impartation of writing, speaking, communication in all forms, supernatural gift from God. And Lord, that you will give them divinely inspired notification of what they're to do. And Lord, I impart this gift now to hungry people. God's going to use you to write books. I'm seeing God placing. There's a woman with um, blonde hair, pretty young woman with blonde hair that's kind of curly. And I see the Lord placing a pen, like a quill pen in your hand. And it's a divine gift of writing. And I'm seeing a young man out there. You look uh, maybe Indian, like from India, but you live in America. And I see that God is going to use you in speaking, but he's also going to use you in producing films that are going to reach around the world. And Many of you, many of you, the Lord is going to take you to school to learn to be a better communicator. And the Lord's going to provide the funds. The Lord is going to reach the world. There, we're coming into an awakening, and the Lord is going to use you. And those, those of you, there are those of you out there, and you know that you're being touched right now. And you are released, you're released, you're released. All that the Lord has downloaded into me, imparted into me, I release to you in Jesus' name. Warning, parents and grandparents, our children are being systematically brainwashed in their schools through television, movies, and the media to embrace socialism and communism. Call now and get Dr. Jennifer Clark's brand new powerful book, Satan is a Socialist, and her three-part audio CD teaching series, God's Plan to Prosper. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9721. Dr. Clark's brand new powerful book, Satan is a Socialist, is a powerful myth-busting book that confronts one of the central spiritual and political issues of our time. Through her book, your children and grandchildren will discover God's plan for us to prosper and have dominion as given to us by God in the book of Genesis. Understand how Satan deceived Adam and Eve to follow his plan to bring poverty, destruction, slavery, and death. Discover why the satanic agenda of socialism can never work. Understand a comparison between the fruit of blessings attributed to capitalism and free enterprise versus the failure of socialism and communism. In John 10.10, Jesus said, the thieves Satan's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to bring them a rich and satisfying life. We know that there are only two supernatural sources 
in the universe, and that's God and it's the devil. I was shocked when Christian young people would come to the church and they were so convinced that socialism was a good idea. Some were even convinced that it was in the Bible. You will also receive Dr. Jennifer Clark's three-part audio CD teaching series, God's Plan to Prosper. Dr. Clark asks you to ponder the following. Can you imagine living in a country where you cannot sing, say, or think what you want, where church services are monitored and you are restricted from sharing biblical truths? Learn the truth that socialism in all its various forms has led to mass genocide over the past 100 years, with over 160 million people murdered under socialistic regimes. Discover how capitalism and the free enterprise system fosters life, liberty, and prosperity. Find out that the United States of America is God's freedom model. And if you can't counteract what the education system is doing, if you can't counteract what the entertainment system is doing, if you can't counteract uh, what uh, television is doing, if you can't counteract what peer pressure is doing, we're going to lose a generation, literally. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Jennifer Clark's brand new powerful book, Satan is a Socialist, and her three-part audio CD teaching series, God's Plan to Prosper. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9721. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9721 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today.